Do you feel confident that you can identify fake news and distinguish fact from fiction? Unfortunately, that confidence may be unwarranted, as increasingly, videos and audio can be easily altered using artificial intelligence. Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Yana, also known as Jana, and today I'm reviewing Deep Fakes and the Infocalypse, What You Urgently Need to Know by Nina Schick and read by Stephanie Racine. While forgery and deception are intrinsically linked to the human condition, the information age in which we live is increasingly moving toward what author and broadcaster Nina Schick describes as the infocalypse, a point in the not-too-distant future when it will become impossible to tell what is real and what is fake in the media that we consume. Synthetic media, or deep fakes, which is a mashup of the words deep learning and fake, is rapidly becoming the norm. Schick's main reason for writing this book is to warn us that AI is becoming powerful enough to make people say things they never said and do things they never did. And although this technology is still nascent, in just a few years, anyone with a smartphone will be able to produce Hollywood-level special effects at next to no cost and with minimum skill or effort. Schick predicts that in less than a decade, the majority of all media and communications will include elements of synthetic video and audio and hones in on the threats that loom large. For example, deepfake porn video is becoming easier to access and produce. And before you dismiss that as a relatively harmless form of entertainment, consider the implications of deepfake revenge porn or deepfake gay porn used to threaten and blackmail those living in countries where being gay is considered a crime, sometimes even punishable by death. And then consider how this technology might be weaponized to create and distribute images of child sexual abuse. This is the most unsettling audiobook I've listened to this year, and I wish I could say that Schick is exaggerating the problems here, but I don't think that's the case. And it should be clear to anyone who's witnessed the misinformation and conspiracy theories peddled about COVID-19 in 2020 that she's definitely on to a more problematic trend that's impacting all of us. Moving quickly through politically charged examples, Schick compellingly highlights Russia's long history of methodical state-sponsored misinformation and manipulation, starting with a clumsily doctored group photo featuring Stalin and nine delegates in 1925, which was subsequently and painstakingly altered over the years to remove those who fell out of his favor. In the end, by 1939, just three men remain in a heavily retouched photo in this book, which is included as a PDF in the audiobook version. Throughout the 20th century, the KGB came to rely heavily on disinformation as a weapon of psychological warfare to distract and divide its Western enemy. One of the most famous examples of this is the orchestrated disinformation campaign begun in 1983, Operation Infection, that would convince Black Americans that the AIDS virus had been manufactured by the American government presumably to deliberately target black and gay men. 
This campaign was so successful that there are still proponents of this lie. You may remember in 2008 that Barack Obama famously denounced his then-pastor, Jeremiah Wright, after soundbites from Wright's sermons revealed accusations that the U.S. government had used AIDS as a tool for genocide against Blacks. Most insidiously, this lie exploited legitimate grievances over the infamous Tuskegee study in the 1930s and 40s, where 600 African-American men from Alabama were enlisted to partake in a scientific experiment on syphilis. They were told that they would be treated and tested for what was then called bad blood, but actually, they were never informed of whether they tested positive for syphilis, nor were they treated with penicillin, even after it was discovered as a safe and reliable cure. Throughout her audiobook, Schick includes several other examples that lead up to our present-day media landscape, with online misinformation and manipulation contributing to election fraud in multiple countries, as well as China's appropriating social media accounts after the Hong Kong protests of 2019, Facebook's role in the genocide in Myanmar, and our increasingly perilous relationship to the truth. This has serious implications for corporate cybercrime, too. In 2019, criminals used artificial intelligence-based software to impersonate the voice of the CEO of a UK-based energy firm, and they were successful in demanding the immediate transfer of €220,000, another example that Schick highlights. So, where does all of this lead us? Schick hopes that raising the alarm will cause more of us to seek out fact-checking resources, disinformation detection and protection, and raise the bar on what we consider to be fact-checking and best practices. I've listed a few resources that she cites in my show notes. Now, overall, this was a very quick listen, but... I took breaks frequently because the implications of Schick's argument gave me some deep and disturbing food for thought. Even if you're not up to listening to the entire audiobook, I highly encourage you to check out Nina Schick's website, her interviews, and her social media posts to learn more. This topic is only going to become more important in the weeks and months ahead, so check it out. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5. Thanks for listening. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe to Audiobook Reviews in 5 on your favorite platform. By subscribing, you can help increase the profile of this podcast and chances of other listeners like you finding it. I look forward to checking in with you all again soon. Please stay safe and be well.